so I want to um, I want to dedicate dedicate this year uh, uh, to the memory of my cousin Chaim Yochanan ben Meir Zarech, and uh, it was it was uh, during his his levaya that uh, that I went to last week, and that's why I didn't make it to the shir. Um, and uh, I would like to also, uh, as as we have done in past weeks. Uh, uh, dedicated to the to the schus of the of the soldiers, and uh, and especially Jonathan Chaim ben Pnina, Ariel Yosef ben Sagit, Choni Cheska ben Gila Nachama, Yitzchak ben Sarah, Noam ben Deganya, Daniel ben Orli, Arel ben Bracha, and. And uh, and the the salvation of the of the chatufim uh, chatufot all the people that are in captivity and all of Klai Yisrael. Anyways, I, I'd like to deal with the a uh, uh, of Rabbi Kiva Eger today. Um, uh, there's an interesting thing in this tshuva. Uh, two things. Number one is is you see a a practical solution to a to to dealing with a problem, and uh, there's something elegant about about the way Rav Rav Kivager deals with this, and then uh, there's there's the tshuvas. There's uh, a second thing, which is uh, maybe a bibliogra- bibliographical thing, is that is that there even even svarim that were you know well well learned and printed many many times. They're coming out now with with new editions of a lot of these svarim, and the editions that appear are often extremely extremely helpful. So, for instance, uh, this chuba is is a tiny is is a is a relatively tiny uh, chuba, um, but in the in the edition that uh, that is around now. Um, this chuva, which is just you know, starts here and ends there, um, is is what was added to it was a whole letter that he wrote to his uh, uh, son-in-law's uh, to his son's son-in-law, and uh, and that is very very helpful. Anyways, without further ado, let me just um, enlarge the text a little bit uh and then uh okay we're ready um so he writes this uh to his mechutan chutania mufla rab abram landan bekalkadosh tismanitz tismanitz now um here's the problem asher shalashit lo He's looking for a, for an etza. He's looking for for advice on how to deal with the problem. Following problem, There was somebody who made a great neder in a secret manner. and and just you're not going to know what it is until the end of the tshuva, and even at the end of the tshuva, you're not going to know what it is because Rabbi Kiva Eger probably doesn't know what it is himself. Anyways, Kaid Kashelo La Modbo Varotzeli Shololov. Now he's not able to do this uh this um uh the person who asked 
the Mechutzen of Rabbi Kiva Eger. Uh, so, so he made a netter. He's, it's difficult for him to deal with this netter now. And he wants to do, he wants to be showel on it, meaning he wants to annul his vow. Um, and and this is this is uh, the process, which we refer to usually as, as HaTorah Snedorim, uh, annulling a vow. Uh, and here it's referred to as 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 Sheila Ananeder. The person has moved, this youth that moved, and he's been there just for a short period of time. And he doesn't yet know who are the people in this new neighborhood that that he's able to to uh to deal to 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 relate to in a way where he's ready to share confidential things. He doesn't know which kind of people uh, he can he can he can trust. And he can't just go to a basting, say over his netter, and because he does he doesn't trust them. It doesn't trust that's a, I mean I'm throwing in those words, but he he is somebody who who is is not willing to share the neder that he made, the oath that he made, the vow that he made with 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 everybody, except There's a young boy, a young youth, about 15 years old. He trusts him. Is and 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 However. The Mechutan of Rabbi Kivager is worried. Sheshamamishmi, he heard in my name, she's hardy bedrashotai, that I warned in my drushas when I gave my halachic drushas. Shaloli kachmatiri kim anashim shenit maluske ziknehem. So I only, I advised uh, in my drushas only to take somebody to be matir and to, to a nullavau who, who has a beard. Okay. So because of that, you don't know what to do. Because the only person that that could sit on the base team, so to speak, is is a uh, is is a fifteen year old, and apparently his facial hair is not there. So now, Eitzakali actually have a very simple solution, uh, easy solution. Vehi shikachru malato arba So so you should take four. Gimel shenit maluz kainam. Three that are bearded, and the fourth will be this youth, who the who the person who made the netter trusts. And he before him he will he will he will uh, speak out and and uh, and say the vow. Uh, exactly as it was. And that's enough. Now, the time of the Now again, just a, just a little bit to go backwards. The problem is that the the person who made the vow has to speak out what the vow was. He doesn't trust the basting. The only person he trusts is this person who's. Who's who's so young that he doesn't have a beard, 
And Rabbi Kivager in his drasha said that the that the 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 person who does that Torah Sadurim has to be somebody who is visibly uh, uh, mature, not just not just of age. So so he's in a he's he's stuck. He's in a catch twenty two. He's got to enumerate the vow. He's got to speak out the vow. But the only possible Dayan is somebody who uh, who who isn't isn't uh, qualified to be a judge to be do- somebody who does a Torah study. so that's the problem so rabbi kivager's uh uh solution his elegant solution uh, as we'll see in a moment is have three additional judges along with this fellow now what will he do he'll say the netter to one and that's enough the reason why I mentioned this, why did, why did I warn that you have to say this, is because on a biblical level, we don't rely on something that is referred to in a halakha as chazaka de rava, rava's chazaka, rava's, rava's assumption. Um, now, uh, what is rava's assumption? Rav's assumption is that if somebody is is um, thirteen years old, but we don't know if he has physical signs of puberty. We we know that he's he's reached his bar mitzvah, but we don't know about physical signs of puberty. So now, said Rav Rava, we don't have to test. We don't have to check him out. We can rely. Uh, on a chazaka, we can lie in the assumption that around that age he's already uh, also physically mature. Now, um, so the halacha is that on biblical matters, uh, we don't rely on chazaka to rabba, on rabba's chazaka. Now, the, this comes from the Gemara that distinguishes between two areas of halacha, one where, where, uh, uh, where you need somebody to be old enough, the other one you need somebody to be young enough. There's some. There's a biblical law called chalitza, which is uh, when I when a uh, uh, two brothers, one of them passes away without children, and the surviving brother uh, 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 does a process called chalitza, which literally means removing the shoe, and that process will permit her to remarry. Um, so that is a biblical level law and we must, uh, we must have a, a, a brother who is of age, but not just of age, of age and have physical signs of puberty. And for that, we can't, if we're, we, we must know that he's, that he's, uh, uh, physically, uh, physically mature, and so uh, there you would not rely on the chazakarava. So your options are either uh, something that would be kind of uncomfortable, which would be to check him out to to see that he has physical signs of puberty, or just wait until you see that he has that he has a beard. It's not always so easy uh, uh, for a woman to wait, though. But but that's the that's 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 chalitza. There's a rabbinic law called Mion, which is a rabbinic level divorce 
for somebody for for a girl who was married off by her uh, uh, mother or brothers. She was an orphan, and she's underage. She's under bas mitzvah, and she can refuse uh, the the um, uh, the husband when she gets when she gets uh, older. So so there we we do rely on chazakat rabba we do rely on the fact that she's she's of age even and we don't have to check check her out okay now um the upshot of that whole sugya is and that's a sugya nida the upshot of that whole sugya is that on biblical matters we do not rely on rabba's assumption that somebody who reached who is who is the age of puberty also has physical puberty unless we we check it out or else we have some visible signs of facial hair and uh on the other hand with um with rabbinic laws we do rely now again those things of um now excuse me um now The reason why Rabbi Kiva Eger said is because the dean of of Hatoras Nadorim, the dean of annulling vow, is a is the biblical level law. Maybe the people that are doing the Hatoras Nadorim uh, don't have physical signs of purity. Literally, they didn't bring, they didn't have, have they can't, they didn't have uh, two hairs yet in the in the pubic area. But then you would have to check them first to see if they have it. My, I gave a simple solution. Always make sure when you do out Torah to them, you have people with a with with a beard, and you don't have to check out. You don't have any doubts. However, the only problem is three people that that are that are adults. This fellow doesn't want to reveal his netter. Two. If besides the young boy, the 15-year-old, who apparently doesn't have facial hair, that if besides him there are three people that we are 100% sure are, are adults, on a biblical level, it's sufficient to have these three. Why? Because on a biblical level, there's no need to, uh, to uh, say out what the vow was. Now this is based on a sugya in Gitin, uh Lamed Hay. The Gemara says uh, it has an iboya. It has a, a question: Do you have to say out what the netter was when you do hadoras nedarim, or you do not have to say say what the netter was? And the opinion that says that you should not say what the netter was is if a person says what the netter was, so then the people are he might not say it. 100% as it really was. And then the people that do Hattoros Nadorim will only be doing Hattoros Nadorim on, on what he said. And then it might end up that he thinks he really has a, a an annulled vow, but he doesn't because he only said part of it and and it wasn't really annulled. annulled. On the other hand, the approach that says that you should enumerate the, le- the, the vow is because of Devar Isser. What does that mean? A prohibited matter. It could be that a person made a vow in order to make sure that he doesn't sin in some area. Again, the whole context of the sugya, there was somebody who who 
we make vow that that he won't uh, 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 marry people that he's not supposed to marry. Um, so even though he's biblically obligated, we want the safeguard of him making a vow. So the the uh, it, it could be that a person said, um, I'm prohibiting X, Y, and Z on myself. Um, uh, and if I if I do such and such an avera, well, if the dayanim hear that vow, they're going to say, well, well, it's not a good idea for you to annul this vow. If a person says, "I'm prohibiting chocolate on myself because uh, um, because I'm I'm uh, I'm working on my midos." So then that's another story. It could be there was too, I was trying to push it too hard. But if it had, sometimes a person might make a vow that is strengthening something that is actually prohibited. And it, or, or in general, the Dayanim should know what the vow was so that it could be that it's not a good idea to, to annul such a vow. Well, Mido Raisa ain't That's a rabbinic law. Again, the Gemara's issue about whether you enumerate the vow or you don't enumerate the vow, or you say out the vow, or you don't say out the vow. In both ways, it was either a rabbinic uh, rule to do it because of a worry, or it's a rabbinic rule not to do it because of a worry. So, so on a biblical level, there's no requirement to enumerate the vow. You would go and you say, listen, I prohibited such and such, and uh, I want to annul it. Gemara, no. But on a rabbinic level, where you do have to enumerate the vow, you can rely on Rava's chazaka. You can say that that once he reached the age of puberty, so then we can assume that he also has the physical signs of puberty. And then that that fourth person is one of the people that was was uh, one of those that permitted it. And all that's required is that one of the judges need needed. The judges need to know that it's not a problematic hatorah. That's all. So you don't have. It's not part of the 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 hatoras process that all the judges have to hear it. So Rav Eger has a has an elegant solution for for his mechutan, the questioner. Uh, the 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 youth made a vow. He doesn't want to reveal it except for for except to this fifteen year old. The fifteen year old doesn't have uh, uh, signs of facial hair, and therefore we're worried that maybe he's not uh, physically mature. And Rabbi Kiveger. Uh, uh, made it clear that you should have three people for Atoras Nadarim because Atoras Nadarim is a biblical level law that have clear facial hair so that we don't have to rely on Chazaka to Rava because you don't rely on the Rava's Chazaka that once somebody reached the reached the the age of maturity that he has the physical signs of maturity and therefore therefore there was a there was a bind. So said Rabbi Kivager, have three people plus this youth. So now on a rabbinic level, everything's fine. Why? Because on a on a rabbinic level, the the um, the vow was spoken out to that youth. That youth is acceptable as a judge. 
on a biblical level, um, on a rabbinic level, excuse me, because we do rely on Chazaka to Rebbe. We do rely, we do rely on the fact that some, once somebody reached the age of, uh, of puberty as the physical sides of puberty uh, on, rabbin, on rabbinic things. So on a rabbinic level, we're fine. And on a biblical level, we're fine. Because on a biblical level, you don't have to speak out what the netter was. And on a biblical level, we've got three uh, uh, clearly adult uh, uh, Dayanim that don't have to uh, rely on Chazaka to Rebbe. So that's that was Rabbi Akiva's uh, elegant solution that that we're okay on a rabbinic level and we're okay on a on a biblical level. On a rabbinic level, uh, we've enumerated the 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 uh, the netter to somebody who is uh, 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 kosher. Uh, for Adoros Nadorim on a on a rabbinic level, because we rely on Chazaka to Rava, and the dean of saying out the netter is rabbinic. On the other hand, on a biblical level, we're also okay. Hatoros Nadorim in general is a biblical law, and we've got three judges, and they just heard what they need to hear about the netter. So, so uh, uh, fine, and that's the end of his tshuva. However, his son's son-in-law. Ask him a kasha. He says, wait a second. There's a there's a law in Choshen Mishpat that says that there's an opinion that a 13-year-old and didn't show any signs of maturity is kosher ladun. He's kosher as a judge. And in the Shulchan Aruch, they brought it as a yeshomrim. And it seems to be that the Akronim hold by this. So what are we all worried about? A judge on a base team for a for a Dini Mamano's case would be okay if he's just thirteen years old, even without any signs of physical purity. Pu- puberty. So Rabbi Kiva Eger says to his is in in response again. This isn't in the tshuva. That's in the that's in the standard uh, uh, standard editions, but um, you know the one that I have. But in this in this new edition that came out. Uh, that I that I that I found through the Otsar Chachma. So so there it has this 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 extra letter that that they printed that they that they put together. So uh, he said he said very nicely. He says you should have asked a bigger kasha against me. You ask a kasha from uh from that from that uh, uh, section in the Shulchan Aruch Oshin Mishpat Vav Gimel. No, this is not. Uh, this this is. I I I assume. Good question. Is it the is it the Chasim Sofer son? I assume that it's that it's this. It is possible, by the way. I thought it was somehow connected here to the Mechutan, Rabbi Ephraim London. So that's why I yeah I didn't, I didn't that could be it could be, um, Rabbi Isaac Ben Arav de, and then Kuf Bet. Uh, so the the Chasm Sofer was in a number of different cities. Uh uh I know he was in Madersdorf. Uh he was in Pressburg, but I don't see how they would be Kufbet. Um so uh and then I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Anyway, so that's a that's a question. Who is this? Who is this revising? Um, now, so, uh, so he he was asking from Choshen Mishpat uh, 
it's it's really Zion Gimel. There's a there's a typo here. Um, this must be a handwritten letter that they that they uh, that was was uh, was typed up because it's really Chosimish but Perik Simon Zion Sif Gimel. Um, so he said you should have asked for you, you should have asked a, a better kasha. In Hilchos Nadarim, we say that we're fine. We're fine even with with relatives. So, what are we all hung up with? You got to have a dying. That's exactly right, etc. We're we're lenient about relatives in Hatoras Nadarim. And uh, so he says, I'll share with you what I wrote in my parish on the Shulchan Aruch. And this is a condensed version of what he writes on the Shulchan Aruch. On the Shulchan Aruch itself, it's a little, it's a little more, but it's, uh, but, but this is it. He says, he says, Zelshon, nira davka bekrovim deinapsul beguf, dakshirim ladun laacherim, mechin balayla. We're lenient on a number of things that have to do with the judges of of uh and the judgment of Hataras Nadarim. But we're lenient about external things. We need somebody who he himself is 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 kosher as a as a as a Dayan. But the issue of of being a relative is not an issue. As long as he's a kosher Dayan to judge others, he could do a Taurus Nadorim for Krovi. And the same thing goes with night. The Davar Acher Garamla. That's an external thing. Whereas Mashekim Bin Nashim, according to the approach that a woman wouldn't be able to serve as a judge. So Kevad Absulam Khodit Shibaulam Psulos Gamlaha Taras Neder. So uh, a woman a woman wouldn't be able to do Hataras Nadarim, Vahinamiktanim. And the same thing would apply for children. Ladas Tosvos Nida Dinira Dilafi Ochachtami Masisin the Kolakosha Ladun Muchach Diktani Psulun Ladun. In other words, uh the the law of of who is able to serve as a judge. Those things that have to do with the, so to speak, the body of the judge, the judge himself, not external things, the time of judgment, relatives, but the body of the the, the judge itself, of of who's who's in the body of 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 judges, which is learned out from Adis, which is learned out from testimony. So those people are the same thing would apply in Ataras Nadarm. And that's why he says, that's why I say. That that you need us you need to follow uh, the strict laws of not relying on chazakat arava, not just assuming that the person has physical puberty um, if he's of age. Uh, the same way that that a that a woman would be invalid for for hatoras nadorim, um, which is which is an an if you will an a a. a an abstract rule, if we will, it's a legal rule. Now, um, and even that that piece in the in the Tur Shulchan Aruch, which talks about accepting somebody who's who's thirteen, that Yesh Omrim that the that the son son in law asked from, 
that we say Yud Gimel Shani Veloi Vibei Staros Kasha Ladun. So Rukiva Eger's explanation of that is not that somebody who doesn't have any physical signs of 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 puberty is accepted as a judge, but rather somebody that is that we're not sure has physical signs physical signs of uh, of puberty, we're able to rely on Chazaka de Rava with regards to Di Dionys. That's what he says. And the reason why he says this is because Ish isn't mentioned vis-a-vis, -vis, um, uh, it doesn't say explicitly uh, Ish vis-a-vis -vis the the dean of of, uh, of a Mominos Dayan, and therefore lenient on the, on the Dayan for Dine Mominus. Uh Interesting. And now, he there were some who implied differently than he said that 13 years old, even without signs of, of physical puberty, is acceptable as a as a Dayan. And, and they seem to understand that um that uh the issue of adulthood has two components. One component of age and a second component of a physical sign. And somebody who's above age is is has a certain level of adulthood that is acceptable for 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 Dionys and Dini Mominos. Rabbi Kiva Hager is finds this very difficult. And he 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 says like this. He says, um he says. I'm 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 ignorant. I don't understand. I can't understand this. We hold though that a woman is invalid as as a dayan for for uh for Dini Mamanus. And the Bas Yosef said that we learned it out from Edus, that it's derived from testimony. We don't say that everything's just dependent on whether the person is is sharp in their seichel. And then it would follow that a woman who is uh, who is learned about about dinimamanos and she's sharp harifa, so she should be kosher ladun. We don't say that, even though that was a theoretical possibility according to the approach that is being offered by this. By this, uh, uh, this this interesting reading of the Shulchanora. Why do we make this distinction, this chiluk between women on the one hand, where we do derive from the rules of testimony, and a child where we don't rely from the rules of testimony, where we don't derive from the from the rules of from the rules of uh, of of testimony. So. Right, he was going by how we how the Shulchan Aruch Paskets. So he says, um, I found in the Sefer of the Tumim, which I think is Rabbi Yonas and Ibishitz, she, she he, wrote, he wrote the way I said, the Mairi Rak Bistam Koton. We're we're talking about a, a child below Budku, and that we didn't check him heavy if he didn't if he if he has two hairs. In other words, he the Tumim had my reading of the Shulchan Aruch, says Rabbi Kivig. 
and to be a Dayan for Chalitza, in other words, to be a judge for biblical level matters, there would be a need to to uh, to make sure that the person has also physical uh, signs of puberty. And then it would follow then on something that is a biblical lover prohibition, the vow. We would not rely on Chazaka to Rava. We would not rely on this assumption that if he's of age, he also has physical signs of puberty. We would have to we would have to check it out. Now, interesting in this edition, in the footnotes, uh he he mentions that in the Shulchan Aruch, Rabbi Kivager on that on that simon he writes, "Uvetshuva kasafti." In a responsum, that's responsum ayin gimel that we're learning now. Dim einot zarech lefarit haneder rak bifnei echad. That if if there's a situation where you don't where you where you only have to um, uh, reveal. The netter before one person. He's 13 years, years, but we didn't check out his physical signs of puberty. Though we can add him with three besides him. That when it comes to a rabbinic law, we we'll, we rely on the we rely on the assumption. So uh, in in short, what this what this um, uh, this letter adds is that uh, don't be worried about a psak in the Shulchan Aruch that a 13-year-old uh, where we didn't uh, check if he has Shtei Saros uh, is, is, uh, is acceptable. We're lenient uh to assume that he has physical signs of, of, of maturity, we don't say that there's no need for physical signs of maturity. We say that we assume that there are, and uh, and it's parallel to uh, to the rules of a woman as a dayan, as a dayanet, I guess. And um, and on the other hand, when it comes to hatoras nadorim, we do require uh, a uh, uh, somebody who who clearly has physical signs of maturity, um, even though there are leniencies about hataras nadarim, relatives doing it at night, but those leniencies, uh, he says, are 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 because of the non-classical uh, uh, judgment uh, status of 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 uh, of hataras nadarim, but. But when it comes to the person of the judge, so there uh, we would have to be uh, just as uh, uh, just as machmer as we are in general for biblical level laws, uh, and and a, and a woman and a a person underneath not that doesn't isn't thirteen plus um, plus physical physical signs of purity would not puberty would not be uh, would not be accepted, so. Uh, the the elegant solution to a problem by Ravi Akiva Eger that no matter what on a biblical level everything's fine on a rabbinic level everything's fine on a biblical level we've got three guys with beards on a rabbinic level we've got the fellow that the the netter was revealed to was on the 
was on the base team, and he can legitimately be on the base team because he's got. Uh, we 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 accept the chazaka de Rava because he's he's already fifteen years old. We don't see any facial there, but still we can rely. And uh, uh, anyways, that's what I wanted to share with you from Rabbi Kivager. It's a great example of of a solution to a uh, to a lochik, uh, uh, uh difficult situation. Um, besides besides the uh, the the halachas themselves.